Welcome to a very refreshing hour of business talk. This is the future of cars with Game Changers, presented by SAP. The best run business is run SAP. You'll hear from the innovators who know how to use game-changing technologies and business strategies to shake up the status quo in the automotive industry and its supporting ecosystem and help them move in exciting new directions. Now, here's your host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome to SAP's third annual Best Practices for Automotive Conference, where we're bringing together hundreds of automotive industry professionals. We've got senior leaders, decision makers, KOLs, I just learned that means key opinion leaders. We've got analysts, we've got even some MBA students, and they are experiencing learning, innovation, and peer collaboration. I hear it's a great conference. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. I'm the producer and host of the Future of Cars with Game Changers Radio presented by SAP. And right now, it is my pleasure and privilege to speak with Amy Connors. She is a process optimization manager in the HR function at Jaguar Land Rover in the UK. Amy Connors, welcome to Game Changers. How are you today, Amy? I'm great. Thank you very much. Thank you for taking time. I know it's a busy conference. Are you enjoying yourself so far, Amy? Yeah, it's been a great conference. It's um, it's a really welcoming conference. been able to connect with a lot of people. And being from the UK, meeting a lot of the US kind of companies and brands, which has been great. Good. Glad to hear that. I've, I've heard only good things. I'm not there, but rumor has it I might be there next year in person. But we're doing these interviews remotely. So, Amy, let's talk about the conference. Our Game Changers listeners all over the world want to know what innovative automotive trends are you learning about that you feel are most critical for you, Amy, in your role and for your company, Jaguar Land Rover? What are you seeing? Well, it has been really interesting, actually. There's been a, a lot of different things that have been shared. And I guess my perspective has been a little bit different, being um, part of the HR function within Jaguar Land Rover. So very much focused on what this means to our employees and the people in our business. Um, we are really keen to kind of keep improving our employee experience throughout the journey at Jaguar Land Rover. And the Smart Factory has been something that's been a reoccurring theme throughout this conference. And a lot of detail about um, how you can get to a more digital factory and ourselves we you know there are instances where we're still working on paper we're not as digital as we want to be but there are so many different ways in which we could engage um, right through kind of our business whether it's on the production floor with our suppliers in the logistics chain um, and that I think is going to be really interesting for us potentially as well um, really helping to enable employees in the workplace. So we've seen some ideas about visually how you could monitor the movement of workers and mm-hmm. um, potentially look for uh, quality errors. But from a, a kind of more personal perspective, I think that will be a great kind of safety mechanism as well, make sure that our employees are operating in a safe way, but also potentially on ergonomics so that they're healthy and perhaps if they are moving in a certain way, whether we want to kind of change the design of that work pattern to make sure that they are operating in the healthiest way possible. So there are so many opportunities from what I've seen to use better technology to have better analysis and make more predictions. That's certainly a key trend. Amy, this is great. I just want to tell you, nobody has spoken about the factory floor. I've spoken to about 20 people at the event so far, and this is the first. So I want our listeners to pay very careful attention because Amy's bringing up some good points. Please continue, Amy. Yeah, well, it, it, it is incredibly interesting. There's a lot, um, a lot about data as well. 
um, particularly about the kind of the flow of data. So the more that potentially we hook up our machinery, we do a little bit more analysis about what's doing, what's going on, predictive maintenance, things like that. There are so many um, different ways that we can assist the workers. I think it's going to be interesting in terms of how job roles might change. Um, collaborative robots mm-hmm. was another thing that came up. So potentially being aided in your role as a, as a production line worker, for example, with a robot. So that's great in terms of sort of taking off some of the stress and strain for a production worker. But I can imagine it will cause a few fears. As, would I be replaced by a robot? That's right. So there's some really careful things that would need to be managed to make sure that people feel comfortable working in these new technology areas and don't see it as a threat, for example. Very, very interesting. You're bringing up such topics. We we literally, no one has brought these up because we didn't have anybody from an HR function and with a factory perspective. So thank you for that. Now, I think you've already partly answered my next question, Amy, but let me ask it anyway. How do you see Jaguar Land Rover creating outcomes that add business value from the trends you're seeing? And you've already talked about safety. You've talked about protecting the health of the workers. You've talked about optimizing the workflows and, and those kinds of things. But any, anything on the bottom line you want to talk about in terms of value add? How, how will this benefit the company in, in any number of ways? Yeah, I, I think a lot of this, um, I mean, we're quite a, a sort of meeting-heavy culture in Jaguar Land Rover. We have a lot of discussions around the status, um, any um, problems or errors occurring, and there's an awful lot of potential with um, connecting up some of our um, different systems with the cloud to use that data and come back with a much better kind of dashboard reporting. And I've seen that that is probably one of the best ways in which we can allow our workforce at different operating levels to talk to each other in a very quick and real-time way so people aren't having discussions about the current status. They're just looking at a set of reports and therefore people are more likely to be making suggestions for um, continuous improvement or bigger business decisions. And I think that is one of the things that will really unlock a lot of potential and departments being able to seamlessly check the data that kind of the things that they receive, the inputs into them and the outputs where, you know, who's a customer of their processes, their data, and really connect the environment in a much quicker way than perhaps we do today. And I think that, that will allow us to really take a step forward. Thank you. Such interesting answers. I'm so pleased that you're speaking with me. Now, let's talk about the D word, Amy. And I always say to people, it's not drive, it's disruption. So Mm. on Monday, Stefan Krauss at SAP, and I did speak with him on Monday. He was the opening keynote speaker at the conference. And he asked the attendees, are you the disruptor or the disrupted? So I'm going to ask you, your company, Jaguar Land Rover, disrupted, disruptor, where do you see yourselves? Well, I, I think it's interesting because I think certainly in the past um, we've, we've been feeling like we are the disruptive. We've been looking at our competitors and seeing them move forward. Um, mm-hmm. Quite often we are, um, we're not producing vehicles on the scale of a lot of our competitors either, so we look at what they're achieving in their volumes and their quality levels. And like, we, we need to move into that space. But we've had a huge amount of success in the last five, six years, and that has helped us probably not to get into the disruptor state, but actually kind of raise the profile of Jaguar Land Rover. We're not just that small company anymore that people are kind of saying, let's not worry about them. We are now emerging in the space. And I think what's um, perhaps kind of causing the ripples with some of our competitors and our customers is kind of the the bit of the wow factor. How are Jaguar Land Rover achieving that when they're so small? 
and we are relatively small to some of the other players, and particularly in some of the emerging technology areas, in the connected mm-hmm. car, our infotainment systems. When we look at our comparative team sizes, they are relatively small, but I think we've got an energy and an enthusiasm to be more innovative and creative and reaching out into different parts of the globe where we've been traditionally more of a UK company to tap into the skills and the people that love our brand to say, we'll come together, we'll take your love of our cars and, and your ideas and, and creativity and your kind of expertise in these different areas and let's just throw around what we can do. So we definitely want to move much more into the disruptor space. I'm not sure we're fully there yet, but that's our appetite mm-hmm. and we are, we're ready for a fight. That's kind of what we are, small, but kind of raring to go. I, I loved your answer. I think that you were hinting at co-innovation, at listening, at saying to, to as you said, people who love your brand all over the world, what do you think we should do? What do you think should be coming next? And to putting your heads together. Just wonderful. Great energy there in what you're saying. Now, Amy, I have two more questions for you. I know you want to get back to the conference, but on Game Changers Radio, toward the end of each show, I ask my panelists to play a little game called Crystal Ball Prediction Rounds. So, Amy Connors at Jaguar Landro over let's look into that crystal ball and i'm wondering if you could predict the most dramatic most significant maybe even the most exciting automotive industry game changer that you you believe is coming down the pike between let's say the year 2020 and 2025 you want to take a stab at this amy yeah, I'll certainly give it a go. Um, I mean, I think um, the self-driving vehicles and shared ownership are kind of two big key game changers for us. But what's interesting is kind of when you look at our heritage, it's all about the kind of feel of the drive and, um, you know, the shape of the vehicle and the pride of ownership. And all of that's getting shaken up now. So it, it kind of makes you want to say, well, how do you define your brand and your company going forward? And mm-hmm. I think we will need to focus on kind of that premium experience, but from a totally different perspective. So properly integrating an experience from your home into your vehicle and into work and having the vehicle that you pick for your commute um, and the vehicle that you have for your country kind of retreat weekend and then the vehicle that you have when you go on your city break and the different kind of um, apps and capabilities of those vehicles and the interior feel, um, who you're going to have in that car with you, what kind of experience they're going to have, all of that will have to come together to make it us to be the car of choice in the future. Great. I'm I'm really enjoying your answers. Now, I have one more question for you, Amy, before I let you go. What message would you have for our listeners who are not there, cannot shake your hand and say, hey, Amy, I'm so pleased to meet you in person. What message would you have for them to plan to be there at the fourth annual Best Practices for Automotive Conference next year in 2018? Amy? Well, I would... Definitely say come along and start the conversations because there's, there's so much value in what you hear at the presentations, but then it's the conversations that you have with the people afterwards that really trigger some of those thoughts and, and let you kind of explore what you've listened to. But I'd also encourage kind of um, the kind of wider community in the automotive industry to come and attend. I guess it's not that typical that a HR person would come to a conference of this nature, but we get so much value out of it and talking to the kind of other business attendees is, is great to say, you know, what are you doing? What do you make of this conversation? So I think, um, you know, keep the attendance really broad um, come along yourself, but also nudge some of your colleagues and your, and your associates to come along too and, and share the experience. 
Thank you. Amy Connor. it's been such a pleasure speaking with you. You weren't on my original list, and I'm so glad they talked you into speaking with me. I know our Game Changers radio listeners will really appreciate your thoughtful answers. So I'm just going to say have a great rest of the day, rest of the conference, Amy. I'm glad that you're getting so much out of it. It's been a real pleasure speaking with you. And to our audience, I'm Bonnie D. Graham signing off right now. We are speaking with very interesting people at SAP's third annual Best Practices for Automotive Conference. I'll be back with more interviews in a little while and all I'll say to all of you out there whether you're driving the car you're sitting in the back seat whether it's a robot or something is driving it for you drive safe talk to you soon bye bye thanks again for tuning in to the future of cars with game changers presented by SAP the best run businesses run SAP to keep the conversation going Tweet your questions and comments to Twitter hashtag SAPRADIO. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham again Tuesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Business Channel. We wish you a positively game-changing week.